Hi, my name is Jurian Arney and I'm a licensed clinical social worker working in private practice in the state of Florida. Welcome to the Cultivative Conversation podcast where I engage listeners in conversation about mental health related topics and use questions designed to assist with exploring things of gratitude, nostalgia, sharing and learning, to normalize mental hygiene, and to invoke togetherness and intimacy through conversation. Welcome to another bonus episode of the Cultivative Conversation podcast. In today's episode, I am going to be answering this week's hashtag Cultivative Conversation question, which was, what makes you feel most loved? I feel like this is becoming part of my script, but answering this question was hard for me, mostly because I'm in the midst of figuring this all out for myself, and there's, it feels like there's still so much for me to learn. But I am going to do my best to answer the question and the follow-up questions based on what I do know. One thing that I know for sure is that receiving empathy makes me feel loved. Someone showing that understanding me and my experience is important enough for them to step outside of their own with the goal of making me feel heard and validated makes me feel safe and always feels like love for me. I don't know that I have a definition of love, but I do know that I believe love to be communicated through action. And the actions that I engage in to reflect love have absolutely changed over time. When I was younger, like childhood through young adulthood, expressing love, demonstrating love for me looked like being compliant. It looked like making myself available as others needed in a way that was often sacrificial. Um, It looked like not challenging others, even when it might have benefited them, and allowing others to take up space in my life because I know that they benefited from access to me, even though their presence in my life was detrimental to me. Today, I demonstrate love by being available in the ways that I can, when I can, and I am more honest about my limitations. This is something that I'm still working to find comfort in, but I've come, I would say, a good amount away with it. Uh, And I believe that my ability to find comfort in setting those boundaries and expressing love in ways that are more honest um, will soon feel comfortable for me. Um, I'm also more respectful than I am compliant in how I manage others' requests of me. And I now prioritize who and what I need in my space for my well-being. I do all of these things with the intention of maintaining healthier boundaries for myself. And I've noticed that my commitment to my boundaries has motivated others to do the same, even if only to be respectful towards mine. I thankfully have a lot of relationships in which I believe love in this form and this way is shared, both family relationships and um, like personal friendships. And I'm, I'm grateful. Um, I was looking at the, the next question, which is how do I communicate my need for love to others? And this is one that I, I had to give some, you know, intentional thought to. Not that I didn't give intentional thought to the other questions, but this one, I don't know, I had to sit in it for a little bit longer. 
And I actually think I, I answered this question briefly in talking about how love has changed over time for me, but I'll go into a bit more detail. Um, I'm very intentional. So, and this is something that I've had to learn how to do. So first, I take time to reflect on my triggers. So if I'm in a moment where I'm feeling triggered, I'm in my feelings, I take, mo- I take a moment or five or however long I need to reflect on what the trigger was. And this often gives me insight into what my need is. Um, after taking time ref- to reflect and identifying my trigger, I then identify the rules or boundaries that I need to set for myself to meet whatever the need is. Once I have identified that boundary, I've identified the rule that I'm setting for myself and managing situations that trigger those feelings, I do my best to communicate the boundary to others, usually through a request for behavior that would support them demonstrating respect for my boundary. I feel like this would be a great main episode, especially maybe a conversation around what boundary setting looks like in practice, um, I'll say for me. So maybe I'll share this episode on the feed as kind of a precursor to that episode. Um, If you are listening to this episode and you are not a paid subscriber and would like to hear more of my responses to the weekly hashtag cultivative conversation questions, become a subscriber today. The link to do so is below in the show notes depending on where you are listening to this episode, um, just find the show notes and you'll find the link. Um, You can also feel free to share any thoughts and reflections that you find yourself having in response to this question using the contact information in the notes. I hope to hear from you and I'm looking forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you for joining me for this Cultivative Conversation. If you have not already, please subscribe to the Cultivative Conversation podcast and share this episode with a friend.